0: Today is the 7th day of December. Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible. I am Brian. It's great to be here with you today as we gather around the global campfire and take the next step forward together. Our next step will lead us back into the book of Hosea in the Old Testament. Yesterday we read in its entirety 2nd John. Today, we will read in its entirety, 3rd John, and we'll talk about 3rd John when we get there. But first, Hosea, chapters 6, 7, 8, and 9 today. Come, let us return to the Lord He has torn us to pieces. Now He will heal us. He has injured us. Now He will bandage our wounds. In just a short time He will restore us so that we may live in His presence. Oh, that we might know the Lord. Let us press on to know Him. He will respond to us as surely as the arrival of dawn or the coming of rains in early spring. O oh, Israel and Judah what should I do with you asks the Lord For your love vanishes like the morning mist and disappears like dew in the sunlight I sent my prophets to cut you to pieces to slaughter you with my words with judgments as inescapable as light I want you to show love not offer sacrifices I want you to know me more than I want burnt offerings. But like Adam, you broke my covenant and betrayed my trust. Gilead is a city of sinners, tracked with footprints of blood. Priests form bands of robbers waiting in ambush for their victims. They murder travelers along the road to Shechem and practice every kind of sin. Yes, I have seen something horrible in Ephraim and Israel. My people are defiled by prostituting themselves with other gods. O Judah, a harvest of punishment is also waiting for you, though I wanted to restore the fortunes of my people. I want to heal Israel, but its sins are too great. Samaria is filled with liars, Thieves are on the inside and bandits on the outside. Its people don't realize that I am watching them. Their sinful deeds are all around them and I see them all. The people entertain the king with their wickedness and the princes laugh at their lies. They are all adulterers, always aflame with lust. They are like an oven that is kept hot while the baker is kneading the dough. On royal holidays, the princes get drunk with wine, carousing with those who mock them. Their hearts are like an oven, blazing with intrigue. Their plot smolders through the night, and in the morning it breaks out like a raging fire. Burning like an oven, they consume their leaders. They kill their kings one after another, and no one cries to me for help. The people of Israel mingle with godless foreigners, making themselves as worthless as a half-baked cake. Worshipping foreign gods has sapped their strength, but they don't even know it. Their hair is gray, but they don't realize they're old and weak. Their arrogance testifies against them, yet they don't return to the Lord their God or even try to find Him. The people of Israel have become like silly, witless doves, first calling to Egypt, then flying to Assyria for help. But as they fly about, I will throw my net over them and bring them down like a bird from the sky. I will punish them for all the evil they do. What sorrow awaits those who have deserted me? Let them die, for they have rebelled against me. I wanted to redeem them, but they have told lies about me. They do not cry out to me with sincere hearts. Instead, they sit on their couches and wail. They cut themselves, begging foreign gods for grain and new wine, and they turn away from me. I trained them and made them strong. Yet now they plot evil against me. They look everywhere except to the Most High. They are as useless as a crooked bow. Their leaders will be killed by their enemies because of their insolence toward me. And the people of Egypt will laugh at them. Sound the alarm. The enemy descends like an eagle on the people of the Lord, for they have broken my covenant and revolted against my law. Now Israel pleads with me, Help us, for you are our God. But it is too late. The people of Israel have rejected what is good, and now their enemies will chase after them. The people have appointed kings without my consent and princes without my approval. By making idols for themselves from their silver and gold, they have brought about their own destruction. Oh Samaria, I reject this calf, this idol you have made. My fury burns against you. How long will you be incapable of innocence? This calf you worship, O Israel, was crafted by your own hands. It is not God. Therefore, it must be smashed to bits. They have planted the wind and will harvest the whirlwind. The stalks of grain wither and produce nothing to eat. And even if there is any grain, foreigners will eat it. The people of Israel have been swallowed up. They lie among the nations like an old discarded pot, like a wild donkey looking for a mate. They have gone up to Assyria. The people of Israel have sold themselves, sold themselves to many lovers. But though they have sold themselves to many allies, I will now gather them together for judgment. Then they will writhe under the burden of the great king. Israel has built many altars to take away sin, but these very altars became places for sinning. Even though I gave them all my laws, they act as if those laws don't apply to them. The people love to offer sacrifices to me, feasting on the meat, but I do not accept their sacrifices. I will hold my people accountable for their sins, And I will punish them. They will return to Egypt. Israel has forgotten its maker and built great palaces, and Judah has fortified its cities. Therefore, I will send down fire on their cities and will burn up their fortresses. O people of Israel, do not rejoice as other nations do, for you have been unfaithful to your God. Hiring yourselves out like prostitutes Worshipping other gods on every threshing floor So now your harvests will be too small to feed you There will be no grapes for making new wine You may no longer stay here in the Lord's land Instead you will return to Egypt And in Assyria you will eat food that is ceremonially unclean There you will make no offerings of wine to the Lord. None of your sacrifices there will please Him. They will be unclean, like food touched by a person in mourning. All who present such sacrifices will be defiled. They may eat this food themselves, but they may not offer it to the Lord. What then will you do on festival days? How will you observe the Lord's festivals? Even if you escape destruction from Assyria, Egypt will conquer you and Memphis will bury you. Nettles will take over your treasures of silver. Thistles will invade your ruined homes. The time of Israel's punishment has come. The day of payment is here. Soon Israel will know this all too well. Because of your great sin and hostility, you say, The prophets are crazy and the inspired men are fools. The prophet is a watchman over Israel for my God. Yet traps are laid for him wherever he goes. He faces hostility even in the house of God. The things my people do are as depraved as what they did in Gibeah long ago. God will not forget. He will surely punish them for their sins. The Lord says, O Israel, when I first found you, it was like finding fresh grapes in the desert. When I saw your ancestors, it was like seeing the first ripe figs of the season then they deserted me for Baal, Peor, giving themselves to that shameful idol. Soon they became vile, as vile as the God they worshipped. The glory of Israel will fly away like a bird, for your children will not be born or grow in the womb, or even be conceived. Even if you do have children who grow up, I will take them from you. It will be a terrible day when I turn away and leave you alone. I have watched Israel become as beautiful as Tyre, but now Israel will bring out her children for slaughter. O Lord, what should I request for your people? I will ask for wombs that don't give birth and breasts that give no milk. The Lord says, All their wickedness began at Gilgal. There I began to hate them. I will drive them from my land because of their evil actions. I will love them no more because all their leaders are rebels. The people of Israel are struck down. Their roots are dried up and they will bear no more fruit. And if they give birth, I will slaughter their beloved children. God will reject the people of Israel because they will not listen or obey. They will be wanderers, homeless among the nations. Okay, so we have moved through 1 John and then yesterday in its entirety, 2 John, which brings us to 3 John, which we will read in its entirety today. And this letter is probably written from Ephesus, probably like the other two letters, and they're probably written roughly around the same time as each other. But third John is a little bit different different than first and second John. If we remember Paul's letters, because we've worked all the way through Paul's letters, we'll remember that at the end uh, of Paul's letters, we reached a personal note, a personal personal letter. Not a letter to church leaders or pastors or to the church itself, but a personal letter to a person. In Paul's case, that was Philemon. Third John is such a letter, a personal letter written to a man named Gaius. And Gaius was one of the church leaders in the the network, basically, of churches that John was leading and had influence over. And this personal letter that we now know as 3rd John was to encourage Gaius, because he was passionate for the gospel, he was willing to serve and support those who traveled in to teach the churches, who traveled around to teach the churches, basically the people that John had sent out among the people to teach. And it was customary in the faith communities that when uh, an itinerant minister came and and taught and cared for their needs, then caring for the needs of the itinerant minister was common. Taking care of each other was an important part of the early church. It's no less of an important part of our story today. But John felt it necessary to write a personal letter to Gaius because there was another church leader named Diotrephes who was distancing himself from John and refusing hospitality to the, to the itinerant ministers who were coming through. And Diotrephes was throwing people out of the church who disagreed with him and helped the itinerant ministers. And so John writes this personal note to Gaius, first of all, to affirm him because he is caring for and showing hospitality to ministers who are traveling to bring the gospel. But this would be in writing, right? A letter in writing to Gaius from John. So from one of the disciples of Jesus, personally to a person named Gaius, to tell him that he's doing the right thing. That, in writing, would hold a ton of weight with any faith community that was involved. And so, third John gives us and shows us this affirmation of Gaius and a r- affirmation of hospitality for those who are traveling around to care for the souls of people, but it also shows us once again th- that there was plenty of tension in the formative years of the church, and it gives us a chance to kind of think of the context here and consider how we respond when we feel persecuted or chastised for doing what is right. And so, in its entirety, we'll read 3rd John. This letter is from John, the elder. I am writing to Gaius, my dear friend, whom I love in the truth. Dear friend, I hope all is well with you. That you are as healthy in body as you are strong in spirit. Some of the traveling teachers recently returned and made me very happy by telling me about your faithfulness and that you are living according to the truth. I could have no greater joy than to hear that my children are following the truth. Dear friend, you are being faithful to God when you care for the traveling teachers who pass through even though they are strangers to you. They have told the church here of your loving friendship. Please continue providing for such teachers in a manner that pleases God, for they are traveling for the Lord, and they accept nothing from people who are not believers. So we ourselves should support them so that we can be their partners as they teach the truth. I wrote to the church about this, but Diotrephes who loves to be the leader, refuses to have anything to do with us. When I come, I will report some of the things he is doing and the evil accusations he is making against us. Not only does he refuse to welcome the traveling teachers, he also tells others not to help them, and when they do help, he puts them out of the church. Dear friend, Don't let this bad example influence you. Follow only what is good. Remember that those who do good prove that they are God's children, and those who do evil prove that they do not know God. Everyone speaks highly of Demetrius, as does the truth itself. We ourselves can say the same for him, and you know we speak the truth, I have much more to say to you, but I don't want to write it with pen and ink, for I hope to see you soon, and then we will talk face to face. Peace be with you. Your friends here send you their greetings. Please give my personal greetings to each of our friends there. Psalm 126 A Song for Pilgrims Ascending to Jerusalem When the Lord brought back His exiles to Jerusalem, it was like a dream. We were filled with laughter, and we sang for joy, and the other nations said, What amazing things the Lord has done for them! Yes, the Lord has done amazing things for us. What joy! Restore our fortunes, Lord, as streams renew the deserts. Those who plant in tears will harvest with shouts of joy. They will weep as they go to plant their seed, but they sing as they return with the harvest. Proverbs 29, 12-14 If a ruler pays attention to liars, all his advisers will be wicked. The poor and the oppressor have this in common. The Lord gives sight to the eyes of both. If a king judges the poor fairly, his throne will last forever. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for another step forward together. We thank you for the territory that we are moving through in the Minor Prophets and in these last... short letters in the New Testament before reaching the final book. And even as we move through 3 John today, we are once again reminded of an overarching theme that we have been reminded about a thousand times or more. And that is, we should care for each other. That we will be known by our love for one another. Our animosity against each other Isn't healthy. We are to be known by our love and not by our power or our power grabbing. And the stuff that we heard about in Third John today, these kinds of things continue to happen in your church today. Forgive us, Lord. Forgive us for ever having participated in shunning somebody that you sent our way because other people were doing it. Help us to learn from our earliest brothers and sisters as these letters have been preserved for us to apply to our lives even as we learn of our spiritual ancestors. Come Holy Spirits, help us to care for one another. Help us to remember to care for one another first and foremost, before we react with indifference or hostility. This and all things we need your help on. None of these things are we capable of doing in our own strength in any kind of consistent way. Only by your power and your transforming our hearts can these things happen. And so we open our hearts to you, humble ourselves before you, and invite you to lead us into the truth. We pray this in the mighty, powerful, precious name of Jesus. Amen. DailyAudioBible.com is home base. That is where you find out what is going on around here and it's very, very Christmas time around here, like everywhere. And so, uh, several things. First of all, the Daily Audio Bible Christmas box. Our family Christmas for 2022 is available in the Daily Audio Bible shop and it is packed full of goodies. Things for you to keep, things for you to maybe give away. You get to choose. And you can find the Christmas box either on the web or in the Daily Audio Bible app. Just look for shop. And in the shop you'll find the Christmas category. And the Christmas box is in the Christmas category. And so check that out. That is available Second, we are preparing for our annual Christmas party that we do each year, and you get to participate in that by calling in your holiday greetings to the community that you have been traveling with all year through the Bible, page by page, step by step, book by book. And uh, we will begin putting that together here, and so be sure to call it in if you plan to. The way you can participate is to hit the hotline button in the app or dial 877-942-4253. And that is the prayer and encouragement lines. And so that's what they're there for. But this time of year for a week, week and a half, we get to call in our holiday greetings as well. As I've been saying, the rule is don't call in a prayer request mixed with a holiday greeting I won't have any place to go. Call in your holiday greeting and then call in your prayer request or encouragement. And then lastly, the soundtrack for the season around here. There are a number of Christmas releases that you can stream and bring into your home. Uh, Three of them in particular. First would be Jill's single, Oh Holy Nights. And that is available to stream anywhere, wherever it is you're listening to your music. Just look for Joe Parr and Oh Holy Night. And then there are a couple of instrumental albums. Family Christmas, uh, which you would look up my name for that, or just Family Christmas. You can stream that into your home. And uh, it is it's the kind of project that you... Drink some hot cocoa with, turn off the the lights and just leave the Christmas lights on and and relax. And then there is Christmas time by Maxwell Harden, our son, and we released last year to great uh, great appreciation and definitely heard from lots of people that continue to listen throughout the year, even because it's a real contemplative. Uh, just really kind of captures the mood of. Christmas and so those projects are available for you to stream however it is that you get your music just uh, check those out incorporate them into the soundtrack of of your season if you want to partner with the Daily Audio Bible thank you humbly thank you deeply we wouldn't be here if we weren't in this together and we are so thank you There is a link on the homepage at dailyaudiobible.com. If you're using the app, you can press the give button in the upper right-hand corner. Or the mailing address is P.O. Box 1996. Spring Hill, Tennessee 37174. And as always, if you have a prayer request or encouragement or holiday greeting right now, you can hit the hotline button in the app. Or you can dial 877-942-4253. And that's it for today. I'm Brian. I love you. And I'll be waiting for you here. Tomorrow. Hey, Daily Audio
1: Bible family. This is People on the Water from Indiana. And I'm calling in today on December 2nd. And... I am at a loss. I just, I feel like I'm at a loss in life. In about seven days, I'm gonna be quitting school and and doing, excuse my language, but God knows what. Um, I am struggling big time, struggling in what I wanna do with my life. I'm 19 years old, and I know, oh, you don't have to have it all figured out. I know that, and I know what the right thing is to do to turn to God, to read the scriptures, But I can't do that. There's too much turmoil going on with inside of me where I can't lift my eyes off of my struggle. And I am hurting it deeply. I was journaling the other month. I've been in college for two months. And um, it was like, uh, I kind of got this word and it's like some mental anguish. And I'll tell you what, it's been some mental anguish. I am hurting, hurting. And I feel like a failure. My self-confidence is not here. I need, I need help. I'm sorry to keep babbling, but I need some help. So please, family, uh, pray for me. And pray that my heart might connect to God. And <laughs> help me
2: understand what the heck I'm going to do. Thank you, guys. And I love you. Hey, dear friends, this is Adopted Son in Spokane, Washington. I just listened to Brian's um, reflection on Second Peter on December 3rd and was deeply, deeply touched by it. And I just uh, find myself incredibly grateful for the family around us, the, the family that God has provided. And... Um, Feeling the need to, to to confess and to be um, just more deeply touched and grounded in the reality of God's patience with us, and the need for us to be to be um, outgoingly patient, proactively patient and merciful to those around us, um, so that we collaborate with with our Lord in in His. Mission of mercy. Um, so I just love you all and thank you, Brian, for um, bringing, bringing the word powerfully to life, both with your reading and then with your reflection. And I'm sure I know I say this with the rest of uh, the DAB brothers and sisters, uh, we're with you in that. Um, for those, I've, I've heard several calls recently of people struggling with substance abuse. And 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 addiction, boy. I'm in Jesus' name. I pray over you that you would find the strength to cut off that hand, just to to find the way to um, to end that. And maybe that means checking into rehab for six months and upending your life. Um, maybe it means. Um, humbling yourself
3: hello DAB family this is unwavering from North Carolina and I wanted to call in a prayer for those of us who are standing for our marriages and awaiting restoration Father God we thank you for your faithfulness and your mercy to us we thank you for your watch care over us each and every single moment of our lives God you see what's going on inside and you know the pain that has often been unspeakable but Father God we stand in your promises of restoration and we give to you our spouses. We know that you hold them in your hands right now. And Father God, we know that when we surrender something to you, whatever you have asked for, that you always give us something better. So Father God, I pray for our spouses wherever they are. I ask that you would shower them with your goodness, lead them to repentance. Let them bow their knees to Jesus and repent for their sins. Father God, we pray that they will fully surrender their lives to you. Help us, Lord, to continue to stand on your word. Try us and know our thoughts. And Father God, we just thank you that, Lord, you withhold no good thing from us. Father God, heal our hearts. Deliver us from this situation and put our lives back together as only you can, Father, and restore us better than we were ever before. Thank you, O Holy One. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.
4: Good morning, Daily Audio Bible. This is Mighty Woman of God from Texas. I am calling in with some encouragement because I know my brothers and sisters are needing it because I am needing it. And my encouragement this morning is that you remember that the Lord is faithful. God is faithful in everything. And no matter your circumstances, no matter what you're going through, remember that the Lord the Lord knows who you are. The Lord knows what you're going through. The Lord sees you. And the Lord is going to bring you to a prosperous, expected end. I am specifically you know, calling to encourage those that are going through some relationship challenges. I myself am going through some relationship challenges and it has left me so confused, so very confused, but I know that God has a plan. God has a plan because as the scriptures say, Lord, great is thy faithfulness. And I just... I hear that, and it it is just something that gives me strength because I know that what I'm going through isn't for, you know, my defeat or, or destruction, but to build me up and to edify me in every way. So I just want all of you to be encouraged. Be encouraged and continue to pray for me as I
5: continue to pray for you all. Have a blessed day. Good evening, my brothers and sisters of the DAB. This is an encouragement call for Chris Ann. Um, This is Teresa from Ohio, and I want to tell you how much I love you. Let's go to the Lord. Father God, I lift up Chris Ann, whose broken heart is bleeding. I know she might be going through a divorce, but um, hold her hand and stroke her forehead and tell her that you will work for her good, because she loves you so very much. I pray for her every night and every morning, um, this verse over her, and I remember that when I meet her in heaven and hold her hand in person, that... um, I will um, get to hear how he has redeemed her circumstances. In fact, each prayer, when I hear your voices, I think about um, how I will meet you and get to hear how your circumstances were redeemed because we have a lot of circumstances that need redeemed down here. Um, I love you very much, and you have a good evening. Bye-bye.